1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. You
2: know, there's a lot of things that we take for granted in our lives, and sometimes maybe we don't realize the truth about them. And in some cases, maybe
3: everyone else knows, but we don't. Maybe we're like walking around like blooming idiots. Like we take uh, for granted our breathing. No. Well, like like we do it all the time. Nothing, Don't even think about it throughout the day. and Then all nothing of a sudden, it all like that. Okay, never mind. Now. Okay.
0: And if we're going to be blooming onions or blooming idiots, can I be a blooming onion instead?
2: It sounds like you're well on the way.
0: Thank you. Okay.
2: <laughs> mm. um, these are some of the things that maybe we should have known but didn't. Um, I think one of the best ones I ever saw is a guy who said he was in his twenties before he realized that Mickey Mouse was a mouse. He thought Mickey was a dog, and then he asked someone, "How come Mickey had such a skinny tail? He looked more like a rat than a dog." And of course, that person probably never spoke to him again. (laughs) But uh, that is an extreme
4: example. I feel like now, if you were saying Goofy or Pluto, maybe Pluto. Pluto's a dog,
3: you know. I mean, he's a dog. There
4: was one that was Goofy
3: is confusing. Goofy because he walks on his with two legs, like Pluto was on four legs. Yeah, but Goofy looks like he's got dog ears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's kind of confusing. Yeah. He could be a moose, but he doesn't have horns.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, uh, here's another one. One person says they didn't find out till they were fifty that bats are not blind. Like the phrase blind as a bat would suggest. There are no bat species that are blind. They say micro bats see differently than humans, particularly in low light conditions, but normal bats have eyesight as good or better than humans. I thought they were
3: talking about baseball bats. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Never mind. That's when I used to strike out in softball. I blamed it on the bat, too. As blind as a bat. <laughs> bat. The can't see anything. Yeah.
2: <laughs> All right. Mad men. You've heard of the show.
3: What do they mean by that? Those men are mad. <laughs> I've never seen the show. I've never heard of it. Okay. You've never heard, heard
2: of Mad, of Mad
3: Men?
2: Mm-mm. Wow. Mad, Mad Men is the guys who are in the 50s and they work for the advertising company.
4: Oh, it's not. Oh, that was a few years back. <laughs> what am I thinking?
3: <laughs> yeah, you're talking about two
4: men and a <laughs> oh, son
3: <yeah>. or something. <laughs> baby or something. Two wow. men <laughs> and a girl. So Mad Men stood for
2: Madison Avenue where all the ad agencies were. Oh. I've
4: never heard mm. of this either.
2: Wow, you never heard of Mad Men. I've okay. heard of Mad Max before. I've yeah, seen those movies. I thought it <laughs> yeah. That one, he was just mad. Mm, okay. Okay. Um, one person found out that pipe cleaners aren't just for making children's crafts, but they're also a tool for cleaning tobacco pipes. That's the name, pipe cleaner. Any kind
3: of pipe. <laughs> okay. You know those, those things <laughs> are handy. Like, you know, when you want to clean out a little hole or something, like you're Toothbrush. Your your ear. Well, no, you don't want (laughs) to do that. (laughs) How? Yeah.
2: All right, here's a couple I did not know. Howdy. Do you know where howdy comes from? I thought it was some kind of change Uh, up of hello, but it's actually a short form of how do ye... Like in the Old English, how do ye do? How do ye? i oh,
0: saying that.
3: Yeah, and you know what? I, now, something on that, the word hello has only been around since 1883. I saw that fun fact. Really? Did. What was so, it derived from then? I have no idea, but I'm like, well, how did you greet somebody before you, 1883? You said howdy, or right. how do ye?
4: What's up? <laughs> <laughs> All right.
2: Goodbye is a shortened form of something. Shortened form of something. Goodbye. goody bye. for God be with you. Oh. Goodbye. God oh. be with you. Um, I didn't know this one. Metal music is called metal because it's supposedly harder than rock music. Okay. Well, I kind of thought that I didn't because I don't think of metal as necessarily being harder than a rock. Um, a lot of metals are softer. Oh, than I didn't, a Oh, I wasn't
3: going there. I was oh, just thinking God. the music only because no, like, that's why they chose metal over rock. Heavy metal. You're like, okay, that music's definitely going to be harder than just a soft rock. Okay, but metal is actually considered to be
2: in their minds harder than a rock. So it was more. You're rock doing and roll. science. We're just doing illogical music. Well, they did science. That's how that came about. But it was heavy metal, though. Well, heavy metal was a a harder version of metal. Yeah. Okay. And then one person didn't know how the judicial bail system worked. They thought that you paid money to get out of jail, which technically is kind of true. But basically, if you don't know this, you give the court the money to promise you'll show up for the court date. If you show up, you, whether you're guilty or innocent, you get your money back. Right. It's oh. just a way you didn't know that.
0: No! I just <laughs> saw that money was gone no, after no, that. Go out
2: and get arrested today. <laughs> Check it out. Yeah. Let's go, Cato. <laughs> now, if you pay a bail bondsman, a lot of times you'll pay a bail bondsman 10% of the overall bail, and then I think you end up paying them a fair chunk of money. So
0: what's everybody worried about with the bail money being so expensive?
2: Well, because even, like, say your bail set at $250,000. A lot of people don't have $250,000. dollars
0: they don't. Take IOUs?
2: They don't, oh. but they will take bail bonds, and you can get a bail bond for twenty five thousand. But I don't know whether you get any of that money back or not when you show up.
4: Uh, mm-hmm. you, well, I think the bondsman will. Uh, <laughs> okay, no. The court says they'll go. They'll go to bat for you. Like you give them ten percent. Yeah, I don't think you get that back, and I think a part of it goes. But they'll post your bond, but then. Like I say, you got to show up in court, or they'll come get you.
2: Right, but I'm saying if your if your bond's two hundred fifty, and you have to give them twenty five thousand, that's a lot of money to be out.
4: Mm-hmm. Are we doing word problems? Oh, two hundred fifty thousand.
2: Right, oh, two hundred fifty thousand bail, well, I've and never you dealt give with that. Them. But
4: like say like ten thousand, I've dealt with before. <laughs> okay, so you gave them a grand. Yeah, well, and, sometimes it, I think it varies on the percentage, but right. I don't think you get any of that back. I don't either, which don't, is why it I mean, would really suck. I don't know. Were, I didn't get anything back. You have you a high, do? high bail. I didn't. I just gave money to bail someone out, <laughs> and I didn't get my money back. <laughs> well, there you go. You learned something about the legal system wow. today. Go break yeah. the law. You're not a good bail bondsman because you didn't
3: get your money back. That's the way it works if I they show the up. No, no, he
4: was letting somebody borrow some money from bail. I paid the bondsman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Were you expecting to get it back? Uh, no, not no, really. I didn't think so. <laughs> oh, you, okay. Did, what, did the guy go to jail? He got out.
3: Okay. Because we right. paid the bond. Oh, no, but did he get convicted of the crime yeah. later? No. Okay.
4: What's his
1: name? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right. Just a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Just a friend.
1: <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B 937
3: A couple of big events coming up. we got the Super Bowl, of course, on the way. And then Valentine's Day. That's right. You know, Valentine's could be bad for your relationship. Really? Yeah. Follow me here. You know, it's almost like word association at a psychiatrist's office. Okay. You know, they throw out a word like, you know, pizza, and you have that... Mmm. Okay. All right. uh, Butterfly. Uh, okay. (laughs) Flutter. But you throw out the word Valentine, and immediately most people say love. Really? So love reminds you of your current relationship, and apparently old ones as well. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, so some people not only think about you on Valentine's Day, but if you're in maybe a newer relationship, they think about their... Other ex-relationship.
4: You think they're thinking about the one that was more exciting than the one they're in now? I probably (laughs) don't know. Don't start things, Kato. No, but I'm just saying, you know, that's a special day that couples do special things on. And, you know, once people get married, they get settled and they're like, "Ah, eh, we're not going to do anything. And then you're like, I don't remember that time, that one date I had. Yeah. Wow, that was fun. I'll
2: be honest. I did not think of love when I thought of Valentine's Day. I thought of, oh, don't want to
3: get in trouble for messing that up. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of guys think about work when it comes to Valentine's Day because you guys work today. Oh, not yeah. like work where they go no, to work. No, no. <laughs> it's like you got a lot. You got to be got like, flowers, candies, plan an evening out. I don't care about that as much as just not forgetting. Well, do you think about your ex around Valentine's Day? 53% of the people said yes.
5: Wow.
3: Hmm. Now, I don't know if that's married couples because they have been in the relationship long enough to kind of get the exes out of the way.
0: This is one of those situations, ignorance is bliss. Like, why would we even tell people this? Because now, if you think your relationship's going great, then you're like, oh, he's thinking about her.
3: Hawk just like (laughs) stir shreddle up. Oh, yeah.
0: Stir the pot.
3: I'm a problem, ain't I? Well, in a lot of relationships, couples have asked their significant other to throw away things associated with their ex, like pictures, uh, even delete pictures on Facebook. You think? Um, <laughs> with uh, any clothing or articles that they might have. You know, if it's still on your nightstand and it's like, I don't know, some uh, little trinket from when you know, have <laughs> a vacation or something you guys took together. All that. Yeah. it reminds me of the time, you know, we went to the Smoky Mountains and we got that snow globe. right there on my nightstand (laughs) i'm
2: gonna be honest if you're dealing with that you're not in a great relationship
3: have you gotten rid of all your uh pictures and stuff from your exes and stuff anything i'm aware of there may be
2: something in a box i've forgotten about like letters and stuff but nothing no i wouldn't and especially not something that she would go hey i don't like that because it's a snow globe you got when you went with your girlfriend in smoky mountains I would be like, okay, I'll get rid of that.
3: Yeah, but has she gotten rid of everything? As far as I know. Yeah, yeah. Do you have stuff Did from have, She has a big box that I'm not allowed to look at. Oh, okay. <laughs> in the closet. I think sometimes though, you just go on with life. You forget about it, especially the older you are. But that's kind of not what you were describing. You're describing the
2: things someone's complaining about, and you're like, "Well, that's well I, was make, I made up that scenario." But I'm oh, just saying, yeah. those are the problems, not someone who's got a box in their closet they forgot that about. you've hauled around
3: from attic to attic for the past, <laughs> yeah. you know, twelve years of just I don't know. Just trinkets of your ex. I still have a box somewhere in my mom and dad's house of love
2: letters from when I was a teenager, and I do want to keep those one day. I may want to just read over, if nothing else, to remind me of the years I've forgotten.
3: Mm-hmm. You know, I know that I've got things from my very first girlfriend, like, you know, little, uh, like a, I don't know, it was, I can think of little stuffed animal keychains and stuff. I, I necklace. none of that. i
4: got a little necklace that says Cindy. <laughs> that's from middle school. Oh, oh do you awesome. still wear it? Uh, no. <laughs> it's probably not. Real. And why did
5: she give
3: you that? Like, I it's Cindy, and it's like a little Damey. You know, eat is their
2: way of marking her
4: territory? Yeah. I don't know. It's
3: kind of like, and I don't know if uh, your kids do this now, but do they still trade like senior class
4: rings uh, and stuff? I'll too much money to, to let mine go out of my sight. I'm
2: sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's funny because you say that, and I don't even know where mine is right now. Uh,
4: you know, I, mine's probably put up. You probably have an ex girlfriend
3: wearing it right now. No, so I'm
4: thinking about the, you on Valentine's Day. It's in the You're such a catch <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. It'd be awful to be married and your your wife comes in there with a high school football jersey on and yeah. you didn't play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got Probably his be. name on the back.
3: Yeah.
4: <laughs> Her ex is but old. it's so cozy uh, and yeah. comfortable. And look at the ring I got with it. It's a high school <laughs> ring. But no, I um I still have letters. Okay, but you're for, you are single though. Do you but think but about, I was married briefly? <laughs> that's maybe that's why. <laughs> no, it's really not. But, I know. But, on but
3: Valentine's Day, do you think
4: about any exes? I, Just some I, kind I of really, curious. I mean I think about you're single. I think about some exes, but not from high school. Okay. That's too far back for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't even know where they any of them are, but I mean, not exes that I've had as an adult. Well, I'm I didn't pre- mean to stir up man. anything this morning. I apologize. I'm cleaning out my closets today. <laughs>
3: I'll bring them in. Yeah, that'd be fun to read like our love letters from the sixth grade.
4: Yeah. yeah I, I love
3: you. Do you love me? Check yes or no, or maybe. So I'm going to make my wife
2: throw
1: that box away. Maybe. <laughs> we'll find out what's in it. Might yeah, be a I know, right? I'll bring it in. <laughs> Hawk and Tom on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: I know you guys don't like to talk about artificial intelligence much, but I get a lot of comments from people who are in the business world who appreciate it
3: because I have some very important messages to share. How do you know that's not AI or something somebody just made of? It's their botany is what they are. (laughs) Saying, yeah, we would like to hear more about us, Tom. Would you please talk about that on your show? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, I have important things to share. And sometimes
2: here in the room, it's like casting pearls before swine, but there are also intelligent
3: people listening. Why don't you try to feed your swine pearls? (laughs) I ain't going to eat that. Just don't
0: eat
4: that. Now I want some barbecue yeah I want bacon (laughs) all right so
2: this is an example of how you need to be very cautious out there with artificial intelligence in Hong Kong an employee recently sent 25.6 million dollars to a bank account that turned out to be a scam in his defense he literally spoke with the company's chief finance officer on zoom but it was a deep fake They were able to fool him into thinking he was actually speaking with his chief financial officer. He was initially suspicious, but when he spoke with him on Zoom, it looked like he was talking to the guy he worked with.
0: See, now, I worry about the level of skepticism this brings out in me, because, like, what if the cops are like, you're under arrest? And I'd be like, this is a deep fake. Thank you so much, though. You can let go of me now. Okay. She's like, how do you even know? This wasn't no. in
2: person. It was on Zoom. Yeah, yeah, but
0: you know, they can fake a lot. Uh-huh. She'd like, you need these cuffs off me. They're a little tight. I, I, you're uh-huh. on to something. You're
3: going to need <laughs> no. physical contact with people in the future. Yeah. And when they're telling you like your boss is going to say, I need you to do this. And you're going to have to pinch him. Right there in front of him, just to make sure he's real. On his bottom? Well, I mean, if you want to raise, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, the
2: weird thing about it is there's more to it than just the deep fake. In fact, I would ask several questions. One I would ask is whether this person's in on the scam or not, because there was a lot of weirdness. He had to write out 15 different um, transactions to 15 bank accounts he had never used before, and he was either naive enough to do that, or maybe he was in on it. I don't know. but if he was naive enough to do it, then you have to ask about a company that could afford to lose 25 million not paying enough to hire better employees than that than to have someone as naive as that running a place in the company that could transfer 25 million dollars.
3: Well, because I mean there's idiots all around you, no matter where you work, Tom. That's why they send us these videos to watch all the time about stuff just like this. <laughs> And we have to pass the test to make sure, you know, that we don't have our identity stolen here at work. And
4: sometimes it takes me several times to pass.
3: <laughs> I know. so
1: and I'm know not what? an idiot. And they give
4: you like three tries. i like, try again? Yeah. Try again? And it's, it's like, you know,
3: I got A through D. Okay? How many
2: tries do I get it here? Four. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Like I said, sometimes it's like throwing pearls before swine. But I will say there's a lot get of people that. out there this is important <laughs> too, because now there's another level of scam you have to watch for. Well, sure. Which is now you may you know you're like, oh well, you're worried about people making it sound like they're on the phone with you now they're doing video calls that you look like you're actually dealing with this person they sound like them they
3: look like them they move like them and it's not them It's all over social media you see celebrities out there saying stuff that would not sync up with what because they got all the movie information and when they've spoke they the spoken word on movies, compile it together and say yeah. say a message that, that uh, is not real. I'm sure we're seeing it every day on uh, network TV news. It could be. <laughs> the news <laughs> could be just AI. We have no idea. Yep. We don't. You wow. know what? Real what what Tom's saying, He could be AI. You want me to pinch him?
2: <laughs> <laughs> don't go there. All right. Well, um, I think it's important to note this is going to. There is going to change the world, and that we are going to start having to require more and more methods to stop this. My wife did it at an early stage. You would get those phone calls that sounded like a person. And talking to you and so she would start asking him a question like what's 12 times 12 and all of a sudden you'd hear this computer beeping in the background and then they'd hang up on you because they didn't have an answer for that wow because it wasn't, dumb. i know it <laughs> wasn't programmed to do it so that's kind of like now we've got to come up with ways to like okay what's your what's the secret
4: passcode that you ask the chief officer before you do it well say you just tell your wife don't answer the phone she won't get scammed when work calls, don't answer the phone. You won't get scammed. I think you're on something. Because when I see my work, when it's work calling me, I'm like, I don't know if that's going to be It's really a scam, yeah. <laughs> and if the boss calls you in the office, I, I thought it was a scam. I, I thought, yeah. I mean, I know it says B93.7 right there on my caller ID, but I don't know if that's fake. I've not <laughs> answered any
3: emails in the past six months. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: you're safe then. Yeah, I'm good.
3: <laughs>
1: it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7.
3: It's time for a Super Bowl crank call. This is the season for Cecil B. Hollister to invite himself over to the Super Bowl party. Yep, it's a tradition here on the Hawking Time Show. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to call a guy named Ralph, it looks like today. That's what we picked out. Here we go. Love it. I'm going to go to Super Bowl party, y'all. No, you're not. <laughs>
5: Hey, hello. Hey, what's going on? Not
6: much. Who is this? This is uh,
5: Cecil B. Hollister. I'm looking for Ralph. Is he there? No, he isn't. He's at work. Well, uh, I'm just all excited about this big old Super Bowl party we're having Sunday. I can barely wait. We're going to have a big old weekend. He said you were going to do a lot of cooking for us. Who
6: said I was going to do
5: a lot of cooking but, for But I, I saw Ralph at the convenience store. Well, uh, Jay, and he said that you're going to cook up a bunch of stuff, and we're inviting all the guys over, and I'm going to bring my dog, Buford. I promise he won't pee in the floor.
6: We're going to have a big old time. Are you going to be there? Well, wait a minute. What do you mean I'm going to be cooking? I'm not going to do anything for the Super Bowl.
5: But, but, but Ralph told me down at the convenience store we're gonna, he's going to have a party, and he invited me. Wait
6: I'm, a minute. R- Ralph G- can't tell you that. We're not even going to be here.
5: Well, he told me it. he's gonna be there, and I've invited Fred and Ted and Ed and. Who and, are
6: you? Do I know you?
5: Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm just good buddies with uh, Ralph. But
6: do I know you?
5: Yeah, Ralph Howard, right?
6: Right. Yeah. But I'm Mrs. Howard, and I don't know who I'm speaking to.
5: Well, you're speaking to Cecil B. Hollister. Hey, I'd want you to make some of them nacho chips with cheese.
6: I'm not making anything. We're hey. not going to be here.
5: Well, how can we celebrate the party? And I tell you what, Well, I, why
6: don't you have it at your house?
5: Well, why don't you do this? Just leave your door open and we'll come over. And I promise we won't mess up too much.
6: I don't think so. When did you see Ralph?
5: I saw him at the convenience store the other day.
6: Well, he didn't say anything to me, so you better tell your friends that they're not coming to my house because I'm not cooking, there's not going to be a Super Bowl party, and we're not even going to be here, and I'm not leaving my door unlocked.
5: Well, then I ain't going to be able to watch, Dan. I ain't got no TV.
6: Well, go to the shelter.
5: What shelter?
6: I don't know. Don't they have a shelter in town?
5: For what?
6: For people who need to go places.
5: Well, I got a house, you big silly.
6: Well, go get a TV. Rent a TV. Well, I don't have... to come no. to my house.
5: Well, Ralph is my good friend, and then we ain't gonna be friends no more because of you.
6: Well, I'm sorry, but Ralph and I may not be married anymore because of you, because he's not having a Super Bowl party at my house.
5: Okay, then. That's gonna bum all the fellas out. I just have to tell them we can't come over, then.
6: Well, I'm sorry, but he did not discuss this with me. I am not cooking for a bunch of guys, and especially a dog.
5: Well, I... Well, Buford, he's a good old dog.
6: Well, he may be a good old dog, but I don't have dogs in my home, and you're not bringing Buford into my home, and none of you guys are going to be here.
5: Well, then, you've kind of hurt my feelings. Well,
6: I'm sorry, but you've hurt my feelings by telling me what to do on Super Bowl Sunday.
5: Well, I tell you what, Ralph, he must not rule the roost. I see who's in charge of that house.
6: You're correct, Amundo, on that.
5: Well, hey, tell Ralph Cesar B said hello when he comes home. I'll tell him. All righty. All
6: right. Well,
5: I'm, I'll see you Sunday. No, you won't. I'll see you Sunday. No, you won't. Yes, you will. No.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Correctamundo. I've not heard that word in a while. <laughs> she scares me. Yeah, I'm afraid of her, too. <laughs> I don't want to go to her house. She probably scares Ralph a little, I too. I bet she does, oh, yeah. does not she? <laughs> well, if you have room for one more B. Hollister, or two more, you can uh, invite C.C.B. Hollister over to your house for Super Bowl this weekend. <laughs> Fun. Yeah, and his dog Buford. And it's two kids, junior and junior, junior. Well, that's more than two now. And his wife, Ruby.
1: (laughs) It's the Hawk and Tom show on B 93.7. This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too. With the name, your price tool from progressive. It works just the way it sounds.